when you are confident in yourself and when you are in harmony with your inner world, you can do anything. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country nor Chernobyl. The new generation of Ukrainians today have unlimited potential. This podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I couldn't return to Kiev because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 150 people participated in this project for Ukraine. From the Vice President of the Helen Marlin Group, to the Vice Chancellor of the UGCC, to the President of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the President of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine, but not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you want to be a guest on this podcast, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel at Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland, top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan, top 50 in Austria, Germany and Canada, top 25 on Apple Russia, top 15 in Belarus, Poland and Australia, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, South Korea and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Daria Shulga. Danica is a member of the Ukrainian Dragon Boat rowing team. She has been rowing since she was 10 years old and successfully took part 
in various international competitions. Currently, she is studying in Kharkiv at the National University of VN Karazin. She will be a future international lawyer. Danica has also written in the field of pedagogy for the Junior Academy of Science of Ukraine and has received multiple medals for her involvement in this organization, which promotes science among high school students in Ukraine. She is interested in the impact social media has on our lives. She believes that in Ukraine, many people are burned out because of overworking. And for her, the purpose of our lives is happiness. Danica, how are you today? Hello, everybody. Thank you for your invitation. I'm so inspired and I'm ready to share my inspiration with others. Thank you. And so to ask you this question, that is my favorite new question now. These days, these weeks, what seems to be something that you think about a lot because it's important to you or you want to change in the world or in your life? Can you share that, please? Uh, nowadays, I'm thinking about uh, people's destination because uh, sometimes it's really difficult to arrange your real uh, desires from those that was uh, forced from society. Uh, you know, we live in a really competitive world uh, which forced us to become a part of this red race. And uh, on the other hand, we also live in such an amount worlds with such breathtaking views and nature, and it's only your decision in which world you live. Think about it. I think that we all may, may we all have to make a decision in which world we would like to live. Uh, and I'm also thinking a lot about um, if I were living in a movie which movie would it like to be? Sometimes I found myself thinking that my life is really boring. And I'm sure you know this feeling uh, when you're sitting uh, on the floor and uh, you don't want to live uh, such life as you live in now. And you just think, I want to live as in a film. And I think that everybody is able to create their own movie by themselves. I'm really pretty sure in this fact. And um, the best uh, decision I think that I was, um, it that I will direct movie, my movie by myself. Uh, if someone decided to shoot a movie about you, what would it be? What do you think? Is it a comedy or maybe it's a drama? Thank you. About me, it will be an epic, epopee, as the <laughs> French will say. <laughs> and what role do you play in it? I'm the center of the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good decision. I know that everyone should understand and agree that we all are different and we dream about different things. And um, the most important question is, who are you on this movie set of your life? Are you a director or are you an actor or maybe are you a main character at least? And if it's not you, then who is? Maybe your boss or your, or your wife or maybe it's your mom or your ch child. 
However, I think that the main character of uh, the movie set of your life, it should be you because only you can create your life and can direct your own movie. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, there are a few very important things. One is that it's difficult because of this competitive world to know which are our true desires and which are desires that have been put in us by parents or society or peers. And if we don't follow our real wishes, we cannot be happy. We'll be chasing a fake goal. And therefore, it's very important to get in touch with what we really want and to understand that everyone can have moments where they feel their life is boring or they compare themselves maybe because of social media and the photoshopped people and the perfect lives and they're putting only the positive, not the negative of their lives to think that our life is incomplete. But the right mindset is to think, actually, in this world, as Einstein said, the most important question is to ask, is the world a friendly place? If you believe it's friendly, it will be friendly. If you believe it's not friendly, it will be a horrible life and you have control because you are in reality the director and the actor of your own movie and the writer of your own um, script of the movie and you have the power to choose what movie you're playing and to empower yourself to have the important parts. Therefore, you will live a great life because of this movie. Did I understand you correctly? Yeah, of course. I've also told you that uh, our society impact our uh, our life a lot. And uh, sometimes we even can be forced uh, to do something by society and uh, if you can see um, there are a lot of uh, there are a huge impact of social media uh, on people's lifestyle yeah you know uh, because of instagram idols and so on and so on and they just uh, try to show us perfect life but sometimes they even can't live this perfect life they try to imitate it Yes, I remember there was one girl who went to the plastic surgeon, and I'm sure many happen. And she said, I want to look similar to my pictures on Instagram because she was crying that in real life, she looks different to her photos, perfect photos on Instagram. Oh my God, it's uh, so unbelievable. But it's our reality, I think. It's awful. It's awful thing because I think that our uh, parents don't have the same problems as we have nowadays. Uh, it's about uh, time flies and our standards, our um, troubles and our demands are changing uh, in general. But uh, I think that social media uh, set unrealistic standards for us and uh, according to this uh, according to this we have to follow these unrealistic standards but what if i don't want to follow it i agree with you 1000% and actually we should not want to follow it it's not it shouldn't be the exception that should be the normal because we only have one life So why should we live it for other people's expectations? And often those expectations don't make even those people happy. Or as I remember from the book Meditations by 
the Caesar Marcus Aurelius. He used to write about people who criticize him in the Senate. He said, I noticed that people who criticize others criticize themselves as well a lot, and they don't like themselves. They're very unhappy. So why should I care about the opinions of people who cannot even love themselves? Of course, they will not love us. So that independence for me is very important. Please comment on this and speak about sports as it's something that is very essential in your life and a big part. Okay, firstly about life, uh, about love. I um, all, I also think that love is a vital part of our life uh, and it isn't only about romantical love but it's also about love to ma from mother to child and uh, in general about love to this world. I think that love is everywhere. You have just to notice it and um, you have to study, uh, you have to study to impress it. Yeah, uh, and uh, about sport, what are you interested in in general? Oh, I want to know your most favorite part when it comes to dragon um, boat and rowing. Is it like the beginning when you can take time off from your life in order to do something else and forget your normal days and feel like <laughs> the hero of a competition? Or is it the middle when your brain stops and you're just moving your body and everything is good? Or is it the team feeling of feeling like you have best friends who are working together on a goal, all supporting each other? Or is it when you win and you're a champion and you feel proud that all your hard work resulted in good results or maybe another? What is the best moment for you and the favorite part about that sport that you do for many years? Oh my God, so many questions. I try to answer them all. Uh, okay, let's start from the first step. Uh, as you've mentioned to Boof, I decided to take up this kind of sport when I was uh, about 10 or 11 years old. I don't remember exactly. Uh, and. I was suggested to try it uh, by my best friend and as you understand I couldn't refuse because it was my best friend and uh, it's really a strange story because a lot of people uh, decided to try this kind of sport in summer uh, when they can just um, take paddle and start rowing as much as they want and the weather and when the weather is so pleased for this but i decided to join this sport and this team in general in winter in february can you imagine it it was really cold i was totally free uh and when there are no outdoors training it was really difficult because uh you were told about uh, some unbelievable views, about nature, about uh, water, about uh, rowing at all, but you have to uh, work in a gym to improve your general stretch until the summer, because all rivers are freezing and you can just uh, take a boat and start rowing because of freezing water. And you have to wait uh, to summer to start it and to try it. And I Wait, think this is wonderful. Wait one second, one second. This is so good. 
And I heard also some girls will comment and say, I don't want to do that training because I will have big muscles in my arms and in my back, especially you mentioned you need to go to the gym. You cannot go to the um, uh, rivers when it's freezing because you're working on your body strength. Well, they say I will look more like a man's body. I don't like that. I disagree because there is, isn't enough testosterone to create that in 99.99% of women. But in your opinion, what would you say to a girl who is interested in joining that same sport, but she thinks, oh, no, I should do only stretching and only aerobics, because if I do something that makes me stronger, and especially in my upper body, I will not have the shape of a woman. Yeah, I also have such an uncontroversial situation because when I told my parents that I want to take up uh, this kind of activity, they said to me, oh my God, you're a girl, uh, you have to wear uh, only skirts and you have to be well educated and work so much. If you want, you can uh, try up jogging or something like that or aerobic maybe. Uh, they also said to me that it isn't suitable kind of sport for girls. <laughs> but I was so persistent that I decided uh, to do uh, as uh, well as I want. Uh, but I'm really grateful for my for my parents because they have never forced me to do everything that I'm not I don't want to do, and they have never um, tried to teach me how to live better. And they just say, okay, <laughs> it's usual situation when you do everything uh, in a way you like. Just, just do it, okay. But uh, I think that they um, believe that I don't like this kind of sport and I just refused from it. But as you can see, <laughs> I'm a member of Ukrainian Dragon Boat Federation, yeah, and a member of national team. <laughs> but I think that nowadays my parents are really proud of me and they and when we uh, have some um, uh, some uh, uh, traditional dinners with our family. Uh, they always uh, told our um, our neighbors, maybe or other um, districted uh, family, yeah, uh, that uh, about my competitions. Uh, what was your question? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> No, you answered it. I was just saying about the body shape that some women will say, oh, you will become muscular like a man because of so much upper body movement. I disagree with that. But from your experience, what would you say? And continue. So you said you are in February. It's really freezing. The rivers are frozen. You have to work out in the gym until summer. And I'm really curious about the rest of that story, too. Yeah, if you can see me, you will notice that I I don't have really uh, white uh, shoulders and uh, <laughs> I'm just a little girl. It doesn't matter what kind of sport I'm taking part in. Uh, yeah, and um, the first step in this uh, kind of sport was that I'm trying to be, uh, I'm trying to start up a, a kayaking. As you know, uh, a kayak is a boat for one person, or you can uh, 
take part in kayaking competition with two persons uh, or maybe with four if you want uh, there are different types of uh, these boats uh, but after that i decided that uh, i would rather take part in a team competition rather than uh, to be alone because it's quite interesting when you have the same goal and when you have a team which can support you which can uh, give you some advices and can have and can help you to be the best version of yourself. And after that, after a few years of kayaking, I decided uh, to, to start dragon boating as much as possible and uh, to use uh, all my force, all my strength uh, to this activity. What else about... Uh, about well, I would like to know why is it so important and valuable and interesting for you to be part of a team working together? And how is that experience different for, from, for example, kayaking with one person or doing something that is individual activity? I think uh, that uh, it's only your preferences and it depends on your own uh, decision and it, it depends on your inner world because um, I like to be among pers among people, uh, and it's really difficult to me uh, to be the only person uh, who to be an only person here. Yeah, I'm afraid of being alone. <laughs> Maybe it's a strange <laughs> decision. Really? So how was this <laughs> pandemic for you and the lockdown? and the isolation if you feel scared to be alone and when you need to be around people how was your experience with the pandemic was it negative or positive and what did you learn from it for a better life that made you a more mature and more developed person um you know i i'm living in a dormitory <laughs> Because I'm studying in a university and I can't be alone here. Uh, that's why I re it's, re it's really uh, easy for me to handle with uh, this uh, situation. But uh, when I live in home and uh, my parents uh, were working a lot, uh, during the coronavirus because they are doctors, uh, I have a lot of panic attacks uh, because my family was in a risk zone and my family stay in this risk zone and um, I always was alone in my home and it wasn't it it was really difficult for me because I can't concentrate I think that I have to do something and after that something something uh, to work with my dog or something like that but I it was really difficult to me uh, to handle and to couple with this fear of being alone. I don't know. This awful coronavirus um, make me force me to be in depression. That is really really sad. And thank you for yes, I really understand. So especially that your family was in a risk zone, etc. So then to ask you, maybe other people 
have had such situations of panic attacks or their family are in places so they're distracted but how can you forget that what do you do that helps you just not use your brain in that way and at least distract yourself positively or find a way to feel better feel okay even in such hard times maybe someone will listen will learn and it will help them in a good way uh yeah i found one way and one decision which helped me a lot uh it's quite easier work as much as possible because when you are in the process of working you have no free time to think about your problems and about your uh, troubles and also i started jogging in the morning because physical activities physical exercises uh, are good decision uh, to throw your extra emotions uh, to throw your negativity uh, emotion negative emotions away and just fresh your mind <laughs> and restart your brain sources thank you and it's not i cannot notice or sense any depression and then i have a question about becoming an international lawyer it's a very high stress job so why did you choose it if you don't like stress very much <laughs> it's really interesting question because i don't say that i don't like stress any much because, but my life uh, forced me to be in stress every time yeah uh, it was my only my decision nobody forced me to choose it but i think that i'm really ambitious person and uh i would like to change the world yeah you know uh, the song of beyonce uh, i was here there are some words i was here i lived i loved and uh, i want to leave my footprints on the sand of time as you understand me May I also want to leave my footprints on the sand of time. And I think that my activity uh, is a way to do it. Oh, it tell me more about some things that you want to leave an impact in the world. You spoke about how you wish people to believe more that they are the directors of their movie and things like that but to you specifically what is now the biggest wrong in the world that you wish to change as well as speak of all your ambitions because you mentioned that there isn't enough time in the day to create and do all the things you want to do because you're both busy and ambitious uh, you know, I think that uh, the main purpose of our life and uh, of all world in, in general is happiness. Everybody talk about it, but uh, not a lot uh, amount of people can reach it. Uh, we always uh, are trying to find some uh, ways how to reach it and how to find our happiness and how to be happy. It's a usual question and nobody can find an answer on this question. Uh, and uh, however, different people understand the meaning of the world happiness in different ways. Uh, for someone, it's uh, some economical benefits. Yeah, you know, uh, for somebody else, it's life, it's love or maybe friendship. 
uh, or maybe romantic relationship or something like that. Uh, but for other people, it's nature, it's inspiration, it's muse or something like that. And um, I was asked if I uh, have an opportunity to write a book, which book it would be. And I decided that it would be a book about happiness, you know, uh, like um, now we are studying uh, at university Gobs theory uh, of the state appear appearance. Uh, you know, Leviathan, maybe have you ever heard about this? Yes. And tell me more why yeah, that is important for you to share. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, because in this theory, he said that the factor that forced people to start a state is their materialistic in interests, uh, you know? But uh, previously, we have also studied Aristotle's uh, scientific war word. And uh, on the contrary, he said that there were families at the first, and after that there were tribes, and after that, and after that, um, the state appeared. Yeah, and according to his view, communication is a basis of society. I think that uh, the main way how to reach happiness is to be in harmony with society, is to be in harmony with people, and to be uh, in harmony with your inner world and with our no, world. Now, now I'll challenge you. No, I think what you said now contradicts what you said before. So please explain it, and it's exciting because it means you will uh, share more of your great thoughts. You said before, society whether in social media whether other people they tell you what to do and you don't want that you choose to follow your own goals your own purpose and your own thing that makes you happy correct yeah but it doesn't matter you live in society and you have to find some compromises how to handle with it yeah and um how to okay live. then i will challenge in a different way is society one group of people? Because to me, actually, society is like a hundred different societies yeah, <laughs> that yeah. we call society. And it means there are the wrong people that don't have similar values as us. And there are people who have similar values. And our goal is to build our small society of like-minded people that share our goals, like your team, of uh, rowing, etc., instead of trying to appeal to people who don't share our values. And that is, to me, important. And it's not about big harmony. It's about creating a group of harmonious people who we don't have to compromise, but they already have similar beliefs and goals, and we build them together. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's really a thought-provoking question, but I think we have to create our own society, yeah, in which we will be satisfied uh, with um, general atmosphere in this society, and it will be a team, yeah, which share all your interests and all your sides and so on. It's not about... I global. agree with you. 
it's not yeah. about global society yeah but it's about the circle of uh, people with whom you connect with yeah i love it and therefore how does connection happen for you some people i will ask two things that seem to be uh, common between multiple guests that i had especially the girls one they say um, they don't know it they can feel happy or any emotion but Often, especially if they travel abroad, people tell them their face is so serious. They have like a poker <laughs> face and the girl is so happy, yeah. but then she doesn't. So do you have that? Yeah, yeah, I have uh, the similar situations, a similar trouble. Everybody talks me, uh, told me that I have really poker face and sometimes uh, it seems that I'm really angry. <laughs> But it isn't right. I'm so okay, optimistic okay, person. Yes, tell me. So can you be happy, but your face looks like you want to kill <laughs> someone that day? Or how does it work? Did you get it? Because some people, they said, oh, and then we try to smile more. But like some girl said, even when I think I'm smiling, people say, why are you so serious? And she said, I feel my face is smiling, but it's not. Yeah, I have the similar situation and I can say you even more. I don't like the way how I smile. That's why uh, I tried not to smile in. Oh, I understand. Although I think I am sure because you are so optimistic that if you <laughs> smile, I believe it's not about looks. It's the energy of the person is the true beauty and not how people look because some people can look nice but their energy is like a witch <laughs> therefore it's really <laughs> not good and some people might not look nice in a way that you see in the catalogs but their energy is so beautiful and therefore it's like shiny and really positive and really nice so that is something please comment on it and the other thing that many people say is they say, oh, um, there is a difference between the Ukrainian people in different generations. The younger generations, they read a lot more wisdom online. They're more open-minded and educated. They're more modern. While people who are older in Ukraine, they have a post-Soviet trauma and they think, oh, there is no hope. They're not optimistic and they think that uh, the world we cannot change the world while younger people do believe that are you like that do you believe you change the world do you believe you have a lot of power or is it really that a little bit mix of both because you have the culture from everyone that was around you and growing up yeah, you know, I really like uh, this quotation, post-Soviet drama. <laughs> I have to face-to-face -face with this uh, condition a lot of time. I think that your energy is much more important than uh, emotions that you show, because, you know, sometimes uh, you can trick someone by fake emotions and you can express not those emotions that you really have in your soul. That's why it's quite more important which energy uh, you light. <laughs> Perfect. Then to ask you, do you feel people's energy? 
how do you see it? Do you see like in your heart when you speak to people, it feels different? Or do you almost see like a different color around people? Or what is, how do you perceive people's energy? And what do you think about people's energy when you walk around in Kharkiv? What kind of energy do people have? Uh, you know, when I go uh, in uh, underground station, <laughs> I think that everybody hates me. <laughs> um, but sometimes, yeah, I think that I uh, have an opportunity to notice uh, people's energy. It's uh, like a picture that I, I create in my mind after the speaking with uh, this person, after communication with this person. And uh, you know the feeling that when you um, meet somebody new, and uh, try to start friendship with this person, but you think it's not my cup of tea, it's not my person. Um, I have uh, some um, feelings sometimes, and I can't even express exactly uh, what's the matter with this person, but it's not my kind of person, just I can't explain it. How does it work? I don't understand. Uh, but sometimes, uh, it against me. Yes. And sometimes does it happen to you that you meet this person and you feel like, wow, I've known this person since forever. Yeah. And you click and you have high chemistry. How often does that happen? And how does it feel? Share about that when it's happening. Yeah, I have uh, only two person in my life which I've met and I think oh it's my siblings <laughs> but I, I don't have uh, any siblings in real life but um, you know when I entered the university I met one girl uh, Masha <laughs> if you're watching this podcast it's about you and she's so an amazing uh, girl. Even my mom, I, I sent my mom a photo with Masha. And even my mom said, you look like so familiar to each other. You are like real sisters. Uh, and she's like me, but uh, with uh, long hair. <laughs> That's wonderful. And then to ask you a bit more, such people... Do you prefer people who are very similar to you and you agree on everything or more people where there are some big differences so that you learn from each other or what is it for you? And you said it happens twice. So with other people, do they over time become closer and closer? Or if people you don't feel that click and chemistry from the beginning, then they will be friends but never really close to you? It's really controversial question, you know, uh, sometimes this question uh, asks about a couple, yeah, about a marriage couple, that uh, in this couple there are two persons who are so different and people even can't imagine how they can live for a long time uh, together. Uh, but I think that uh, when people have different mindsets, mindsets they have a unique opportunity to compare their life experience and to to gain yeah to gain each other's experience i would rather prefer 
and I prefer in my own life uh, to communicate with, pe with people who differ from me because they can teach me anything. I like that very much. And you said you are about people and we're speaking about people. And well, if your face is too serious, maybe some people are scared and they run away. <laughs> They're like, no, what is going to happen? But to you then, what do you like about people? Is it that when you speak to people from different backgrounds and you learn new things? Is it the emotions of the people? Is it that you don't feel alone and that is the most important thing? Or what is it to you the most fulfilling, important part that makes you like people and want to be around people? Yeah, I think that the most important part for, part for me is their power, you know? If someone asked me what is power for you, I would uh, answer that it's people's mindset, it's person uh, experience, yeah? Uh, I have um, a really awful discussion with my friend and he said me uh, one phrase, uh, just stop dreaming and start doing Dasha, what's wrong with you? And I think that it's such a controversial statement, you know, so stop dreaming, start doing, because uh, on the one hand, uh, it motivates you to do something to achieve your purpose. But on the other hand, it forces you to refuse from a vital psychological aspect of development from your dream, from the ability to dream. And I certainly believe that both of these two things are crucial and don't work separately, you know? And in this uh, condition, we just mix our things about this theme. And I said to him, if you stop dreaming, you will also stuck in your development, you know? Because your dream is your inner motivation, which causes profound impact on your future life. And uh, we all want to reach something special it depends on uh, on our inner desires it range it also ranges uh, from our um, personal uh, desires and uh, purposes it's also depending on uh, personal values and beliefs and uh, so what does the reward dream uh, mean for you i think it's oh i have my own saying where I say, I want more dreams than memories. And to me, like you said, without those dreams, you cannot have passion because there is no hope for a better tomorrow and there is no feeling of power because to be proactive, it means you need a vision. And to me, a dream means a vision or a dream means something that you want, but you're also every day, even 1% doing something to get nearer to that, not only dreaming, but sitting like the French Madame Bovary, which is a novel <laughs> where she's just sitting near the window dreaming about the dream, but she doesn't do anything. So it's about both, but the dream is more important than action because you can do action that is totally useless just to waste time. And it's not really, um, I don't believe in the rat's race. I don't believe that people should just be busy just to be busy. 
but I believe that we can choose at every moment either to be nearer to our dreams or not. And the best choice is to go nearer to our dreams. And then I have a beautiful question for you. When you're not getting nearer to your dreams, when you have a day, imagine a perfect day where you can do anything you want and you already saved the planet, you already became Mother Teresa, you already made peace in the world, you change all the mentalities and you can create a day that is perfect for your happiness to give you all the best emotions. What will be that day? Where would you be located? What will be the weather? What would you do first, second, third, with which person? And tell me about your perfect day that gives you the best emotion. Oh my God, it's so it's so difficult question because I am so an uncertain person and uh, I have uh, I have really big uh, troubles uh, with. Um, Mm, making decisions yes, I, like that. I like that no this is perfect because i love decisions i make decisions all the time <laughs> it's really happy for me but then i i like to say like since we are somewhat opposite about this because i really make decisions a lot i like them i enjoy them i am very certain about what i want to you when you meet people in your life who are strong about making decisions, those people, oh, they're so different from me. I like uncertain people. Do you respect them? What is your thought? Just because it's curious to me to think about other people who might be uncertain, but I understand it because sometimes since you're a sports girl full of emotions emotions change every moment and therefore <laughs> the decisions change every second it's like in a day you can have a million moods and therefore a million different choices that will be different tell me about your experience and your thoughts about also people who are decisive mm-hmm <laughs> Okay, I would uh, like to answer the previous question about my perfect day. <laughs> you know, I have uh, I had a really funny story with this. I had lost my flight to Paris. It was my dream <laughs> to fly to Paris, and it's the funniest and the cutest story in all my in my life. Yeah, and I think that um, nowadays I think that the best moment for me. Uh, it will be when all borders will be closed uh, or will be opened, will be opened, sorry. <laughs> uh, all borders will be opened and I have an opportunity, I will have an opportunity uh, to take my friends or to take my boyfriend and fly to Paris and just uh, see the Paris and die, you know, like in this quotation, just see Paris and die. <laughs> okay. Why not see Paris and live again to see it again and again and again? <laughs> because it seems pessimistic. Like I go to Paris and then I die instead of I go to Paris and then I return 10 more times or a hundred. Yeah, because uh, it's a historical uh, things. It's a quotation which we have to use. Um, yeah. 
Nowadays, uh, I think that it will be the great moment for me because I'm really tired uh, because of uh, closed borders. I want to move abroad. You know, even uh, a lot of competitions were delayed. Uh, because of coronavirus and it's really difficult I think sportsmen will agree with me uh, because you uh, you have a lot of preparation to be in a good condition and to to, um, to gain more strength and nowadays our reality is so awful and uh, we have to stay home and uh, wear these masks to be in safety it's really awful i agree so with you pessimistic. when you walk around when you walk around you said you feel everyone hates you i think <laughs> if they wear a mask it's like a horror movie yeah it's like a horror movie because their eyes told me this even in the mornings <laughs> underground is my favorite place <laughs> <laughs> you know. And do you have a movie, since you spoke about movies before and we are the director of the movie of our life, do you have a favorite movie or a movie that you really like very much that you can share why you like it? Uh, yeah, I have, uh, I think, only one. Uh, my favorite movie, it's uh, named uh, Say Yes with Jim Carrey. Have you ever heard about it? I love that movie and I say yes more to life because of it, because I want to be a yes man like it's in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Uh, I think yes man strategy is a good strategy because you have an ability to your life to work as uh, the universe created. Do you believe in the universe or maybe in God? Of course. So tell me your spiritual understanding. <laughs> now I love this. Tell me about the soul. Tell me about the universe. Tell me about the plan and destiny, etc. in your own thinking. How does it all work? What makes sense in this world? Oh my God, it's totally always seem for discussion, yeah? I found you, the person who believes in the universe. Uh, I think uh, that uh, universe can give us some hints what uh, to do, and uh, we just have to uh, try to riddle these uh, hints. Uh, nowadays, I have uh, some, uh, some calendar, yeah? I don't know how to say in English. Uh, some planner, some planner with some yes. advices uh, for every day. And it is uh, standing uh, behind me. And uh, every day you have to uh, throw the page out and you can see uh, the other advice for the day. And sometimes all these advices came true. Uh, I have really... Uh, awful situation when I have to move uh, from my house and start living in a dormitory and the uh, uh, dairy said to me today you have to throw all unnecessary things <laughs> and it was a great preparation for my moving yeah and uh, I'm totally believe in universe and I think that uh, all in our life uh, have its certain plan and you have I don't believe in coincidences I believe in many ways that we 
have our heart that the universe is guiding us to our purpose no yes it's guiding us to our purpose well our heart will be happy and aligned to do that and if we're not doing it if we're in the rat's race we will not feel good and it will give us some pain so that we remember our purpose again and return to the correct way and we cannot be happy if we are on the wrong uh, road that is not our uh, our way yeah you know the feeling when you doubt about something and the universe uh, give you a hint that you have to um, you have to continue doing this yeah it's the best feeling i think maybe really how does that happen if you're so uncertain <laughs> i think then about everything you're doubting so now i don't know what's the difference because it you said about yourself that you're uncertain you don't make decisions often or easily now i imagine you're uncertain about everything and have doubt and therefore of course the universe is constantly giving you all <laughs> kinds of feeling you know maybe uh, not in a certain way yeah maybe some people don't believe in uni in universe but i don't know how to explain it it's a small hint or it's a thing that you would like to notice but they aren't ex aren't exist in real life but it's hints that you do everything right maybe something like that I like it. So if I understood you correctly, you can be do, doing something and you doubt, you don't know the future, you don't know if it's the right thing. And then you receive some hints and you feel, wow, yes, this means I am on the correct path. And you feel calm again and you keep on going with more motivation. Did I understand correctly? Yeah, but maybe it's just my experience. Maybe nobody has the same has the same one. I don't know. Maybe it's my experience. I love that experience. It's the best feeling in the world. And to return back to a more normal thing, so people don't think we're crazy. Therefore, <laughs> do you have some advice to listeners today that they will find very good for their life? Please share it and then share also if people want to communicate with you, they want to ask you more or just to follow you. What is the best social media for that? Yeah, I think that the best way to communicate with me, it's my Instagram. I think that you uh, write down my name yeah, under this podcast. And uh, yes. my advices for people... Uh, who will be hearing us it's just stay in harmony with yourself because it's the most important thing in our life to be in harmony with yourself it doesn't matter uh, what uh, wings are running behind your back but when you are confident in yourself and when you are in harmony with your inner world you can do anything <laughs> it's really it's really strange conclusion from girl who are, who are so uncertain yeah i agree but it's really good <laughs> advice so i approve <laughs> it's I, I, very ju good. I, I just i just trying to uh to follow this advice <laughs> that's why i would like yes. to share it with other people 
Van, I recommend you listen to this episode <laughs> to hear that advice again. Thank you very much. It was really a privilege, an honor, a great moment, and I'm really happy about this. And I wish you a great night there, full of happiness, inspiration, and being busy so you forget everything. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation. It was really a pleasure for me to spend this ni night, this evening with you. I think that this podcast will be interesting and will help somebody and will give them more inspiration, I think. <laughs>